Hello everybody. This is again Raghu Banda connecting back uh, going live. And this is my second podcast in the series. We had our first pod- podcast in the first week of December where I gave a quick overview about the machine learning series that I'm planning to talk around SAP S4HANA and SAP technologies and the different machine learning technologies that we have uh, that we have used and in that session i talked more about the concepts behind machine learning in the enterprise world and then i also kind of tied it back with uh, how sap is uh, pursuing this opportunity and what we are planning to do what sap has done and of course as part of that i also kind of gave a quick overview about the podcast series that i have been planning to do So now let us continue uh though it is a second podcast i would consider this as session because this is where we are now trying to uh what exactly is happening i'll start with the background about my background uh and then i'll give a brief historical background about machine learning and predictive analytics with sap so let us get started on that Okay, let us now start. I think uh, I'll first give a quick background, uh, a quick overview about me. In the first session, I did not kind of give any overview or any background about me. So I want to kind of give some of the background of my information, where I come from, what is my experience, uh, and where I have been uh, located, and what I have been doing all these years. uh so that it gives a quick a nice blend a nice uh, understanding for the listeners uh to give some perspectives about my background as well and then i'll kind of uh, go over the background and the historical perspectives about how we have uh, started the machine learning journey in sap uh and then how we continue with the sap s4 hana technologies so i've been in the uh id space uh, for a little over around 25 years i kind of graduated back in india uh, i've done undergrad in computer science and technology and then i have uh, i've been an outstanding performer in the college um, with a gpa of close to 4.0 and then later on um, my first in my first venture i worked with uh, some of the professors who have uh, put a startup firm uh, in bangalore this was in the mid 90s um, and this is the startup firm called emrc which was uh, uh, put out by the indian institute of science bangalore professors and i had the opportunity of working closely with many of these professors and the research students at that point of time so my main task at that point of time was that they had a cat cam kind of a software which had been used by many of these uh, clients and customers uh, around the globe 
in a smaller capacity, I would say. They also claim to have, at that point of time, NASA as one of their customers uh, because they were working on a lot of finite element modeling software. So in my first job, I was kind of doing an internship with them for a few months and trying to build a user interface or a graphical user interface using the then technologies like Windows SDK and Visual C++ with Microsoft. And then that gave me a very good foothold into the research topics. And uh, one thing I forgot to mention, I have done my, when I was passing out of my final year in the undergrad, my project was based out of um, one of my project work or research work was based out of an AI research paper. So I have been kind of having these thoughts of uh, putting into some efforts in doing some um, AI related technologies, even even when I was in, uh, in my uh, undergrad days. So after that, uh, I finished my um, undergrad and then like I mentioned, I was working with this Indian Institute of Science for startup firm, uh, predominantly focused on building I was focused on building some graphical user interfaces for their finite element modeling software. And then after a couple of years, I got an opportunity to work with uh, the one of the big five consulting firms in India, which is Wipro. Uh, they had, I had the opportunity, had two distinct opportunities at that point of time to work with one of these um, startup companies uh, the Netscape startup company, which was predominantly focused on these browser technologies at that time. And then later on, I was also involved in one of these award-winning projects, which is where we were using Java and C++ at that point of time. It was a very hot commodity. So that is where I started my career. Uh, this was about 25 years back, back in India, in the Silicon Valley of India, I would say Bangalore. Um, I was a passionate photographer at that time. So that is the scene one. I would say now cut it to scene two. I moved to the US and end of uh, 1997. Uh, at that point of time, I moved with Wipro and I've been uh, working with one of the clients, I would say based out of Boston and Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, predominantly, this firm was based out of uh, uh, they were one of the customers uh, working with Microsoft Technologies. So the name of the firm was Inso Technologies. They were doing some word-related word, uh, word parsing systems. So I had the opportunity to work with uh, them. It was like a nice three-year time period in Boston and Rhode Island. And then I moved to the sunny California or the Bay Area. And again, this was... Uh, Another startup I was working with uh, through Wipro. Uh, they were predominantly a HR-based startup. That helped me build some expertise or some exposure into the commerce side of the things. Uh, and with that exposure and expertise, uh, bundling my technical background and with the e-business uh, technologies, I joined with SAP, uh, at which point um, SAP was having a startup with Commerce One. 
and that was the startup called SAP Markets. And that was a time I joined in 2001 with SAP as a developer. And there my journey with SAP started, which was about 20 years back, I would say. And later on in my personal life, I got married uh, with my wife. And then the journey started. So now when we shift to the scene three, this is where I've been actively involved in the development projects within SAP. At that, that was a time when SAP was transitioning from the old ITS or the old client server technology into the web service technologies. So that is where that was some of my first projects involved. And then I've been predominantly focused on the procurement line of business for quite some time, uh, developing in different uh, and doing a lot of integrations with different technologies and different products within the ERP space, predominantly within the supplier relationship management. There were a couple of acquisitions also happened at that time and then had the opportunity to work with a few other uh, technology teams and integration teams. So building up this, um, I've been uh, a development architect for about six, seven years, and then I wanted to test out, I, I, I always wanted to kind of go and see how the customers or the partners are dealing with these SAP solutions. So that is when um, I moved into the implementations team, uh, which is when uh, I had got an opportunity to go around the globe for two years or so, got some very nice uh, thoughts and experiences. And this, at the same time, I also had my wife delivered the first baby. So this is kind of a, a, a transition, I would say, from uh, into a more responsible position, even at home. So I was also on the personal side, I was also a very, I would say, a very, very enthusiastic traveler and also a kind of a sports buff, uh, kind of starting some local sports teams or uh, like time pass local sports teams, uh, organize some sports <clears throat> teams for fun uh, in the local Bay Area community. So this is where I would say uh, at the mid phase of my career, I would say I, will, I was like kind of about maybe around um, 12, 10 to 12 years into my career. And then this is when I moved into the, I would say the solution management or uh, a little more customer specific roles where I started interacting a lot more in our SAP conferences like the Sapphire and the TechEds, uh, which is where you could meet a lot more with the customers and the partners. And this is where I could also kind of complete the feedback loop about what I have been developing in the past and how I took it to the customers and the partners. And then now completing the feedback loop by getting it, I would say not exactly completing the feedback loop, but at least getting the feedback from the customers. So this is where a I would say another two, three years, I had some very nice experiences um, traveling around and then doing a lot more interactions with the customers and partners uh, around this time frame. Uh, 
This was also during this time frame, my personal side of commitments also increased and I've been very actively doing a lot of event organizer, organizing and fundraising campaigns for my personal activities, which has also been very fruitful and helpful as a person. So now with this, I entered into my second phase of my career after this. Like this is where I moved into the uh, post 2010. This is when the last 10 years I've been involved predominantly in the product management side of the things. So this is where I continued my customer and partner engagement, but now completing the feedback loop, getting the feedback and then involving in the product definition and product strategy kind of things. And this is where my entry into the AI space uh, fortunately happened around seven, eight years back. This was a time I will briefly talk about the, when I'm talking about the historical background of how SAP got into the machine learning and predictive analytics space, I will go a bit more into those. This was also the time on the personal front, I had the birth of my second daughter. Uh, I was also extremely involved in a, quite a few of uh, the personal, on the personal front by co-founding some of the spiritual organizations and doing other personal uh, volunteering stuff. With this now, I so a couple of years I've been doing this. This was before the pre-SAP S4 HANA days where my journey coincided with SAP's journey of entering into the AI space, trying to take the experiences and see how we could leverage the current at that the then predictive analytic solutions or machine learning solutions and how you could build solutions on the SAP technologies. This was pre-S4 HANA days. After that, I think this was about five years back. That is when I think after, during the 2015 timeframe with the inception of SAP S4 HANA, I kind of got into much more deeper into the uh, intelligent process intelligent processes interaction and then how uh, with the inception of SAP S4 HANA initially I started my journey with building analytic solutions because we have been now that we transition from the older uh, two-tire technology into the web, web services technology and then I forgot to mention around the some point of time I was also transitioning into the web services technology and then later on this was the juncture when SAP transitioned into the uh, SAP S4 HANA technology which is again now completely uh, rewriting the whole ERP for the HANA database which is uh, a much more real-time interactions with the uh, columnar database and other things. So this was a this was a very interesting experience. So when you have been re, when the whole SAP has been rewriting the whole ERP code for the HANA technology, that is that is when even the UI layers and the UI transactions have been uh, and the analytics transactions have been changing quite a bit. And this was the time. I interacted with a few of these uh, 
uh, our internal lines of business teams, the LOB teams or the industry teams and help build some of these analytics using the latest Fury technology. So I was active in that. So before, so before moving into the application of intelligent technologies or AI technologies into the latest SAP S4 HANA, we first have to make sure that the business processes are built right, the analytics is built right. So I've been involved in that, uh, some of those uh, initiatives and projects. And then later on, I got an opportunity to now apply the AI technologies into the S4 uh, world. This, this, this is also the time when my personal interests also coincided and I started doing started doing some blogs about my personal side of the things and also a little bit of uh, technical side of the things. I also have been doing some kind of advisory roles on some other uh, knowledge startups. So with this, now I transition into the current phase, which is where we are or I am involved into the SAP's world of how we are infusing intelligence into the intelligent business processes. This is where the whole blog series that I have put or the book that I have put talks about it. So the current journey, the last two, three years, it has been predominantly focused on how do we inject intelligence into the business processes based out of SAP S4 HANA. And this includes not only the machine learning and predictive analytics technologies, but also the other technologies, including RPA, robotic process automation, the Internet of Things and conversational AI and so on and so forth. So this is how currently the last two years, it has been a lot of focus on how we get the uh, whole SAP S4 HANA end-to-end -end processes much more intelligent. At the same time, I'm also involved personally by doing some executive leadership program with NCR Business School. And that also changed my perspectives and which has been a great driver for me to go forward and apply those thoughts and apply those uh, knowledge, that knowledge into my, not only my personal life, but also onto the professional life. This has been working out great. So that is overall at a very high level, I would say, of course, I should not say very high level because I've talked about 10 to 15, 10 to 12 minutes on my background. But I wanted to kind of give a quick overview about where I come from, what I do, and um, my uh, my attachment or my passion towards technology, whether it is uh, SAP technology or uh, non-SAP technology or my passion towards AI and machine learning related um, technologies and how I've been involved with SAP's journey in AI. So this is a quick background where I've come from. And as we all know, 2020 has been a different year for everybody. I know for some people, uh, while most of the people have been suffering a lot globally. Fortunately, in some areas, I think people were able to uh, pick up this time uh, for people, uh, fortunate people like who, uh, which is uh, where we can work from home. We could leverage some of these time slots and time, this different uh, 
times by building some uh, blog series or podcasts or even writing a book. So I, I have seen a great lot of efforts in the IT space, whether it is within SAP or outside of SAP or in the Silicon Valley uh, in the IT space. So this is where, uh, and I'm very fascinated and very passionate about the way things are building up because uh, people and humans as a whole, I think on the other side of the things have been able to build up and leverage these time slots, leverage this time um, during these uh, strange uh, pandemic times. So I really appreciate uh, all your time and efforts and giving it a chance to listen into this podcast series. So I will now uh, continue this conversation, this uh, discussion about uh, the historical perspectives and the background of AI, SAP's AI journey um, by now talking about SAP. Okay, all right. So continuing further, now let us see uh, the brief historical background of where SAP is coming in from and what are uh, what are the different aspects of machine learning and predictive analytics, uh, how SAP has evolved leveraging these technologies. So like I've explained uh, earlier in my first introduction session, in this session, I'll be going only on the history and the background before how we even came to the current scenarios of uh, infusing intelligence into uh, the uh, intelligent processes or, or end-to-end processes in SAP S4 HANA. So uh, if, if you go back or if you follow some of my blog series, I've been talking about like how SAP has started injecting in intelligence into the uh, ERP products even before the inception of S4. Uh, so you will have to going to rewind back or go back into the past, like maybe seven, eight years back. And this is what I was also referring when I was talking about my background as well. So in the time frame around 2000, maybe seven, eight years back around 2012, that was a time HANA was uh, in 2010, uh, HANA as a database has been released and slowly things are catching up uh, and these huge, huge ERP, uh, rewriting the ERP code base on HANA has been started. But in the meanwhile, you still have our old ERP base, the old ERP applications, and we have the homegrown predictive analytic solutions already building up. So that was the time even before HANA, even before the whole ERP has been rewritten for HANA, HANA has, we have started using HANA as a uh, database database alone and then trying to leverage uh, some of the features of or uh, benefits of HANA. Such one of those such benefits also started by leveraging the machine learning or predictive analytics algorithms. So we had, SAP had a homegrown solution from the predictive analysis tools or predictive analysis library with a bunch of algorithms 
different flavors of these algorithms, whether it is the classification or grouping or time series analysis or regression analysis. So there are a bunch of algorithms which were already developed as part of the SAP predictive analysis tool on, on the uh, UI standpoint. But on the backend standpoint and the algorithm standpoint, you have these PAL or the predictive analysis library algorithms being built which are made available as part of the HANA platform. That time we started as a HANA as a database and HANA grew as a platform, those were the days. So now taking this aspect or taking this into consideration, what has happened is that each of the uh, SAP, as you know, uh, has been involved uh, in the solutions across 20 to 25 different industries and lines of businesses. So what the envision, what, what we envisioned or what has happened is that taking these ERP applications, uh, we have been building uh, package solutions on these ERP applications, which is what we call it as rapid deployment solutions. So taking that further, and these are small kind of uh, packaged products on top of an application, on top of an ERP application, we build uh, typically small packaged products, which has the, uh, the the documentation assets. It also has the service implementation assets and also has some of these analytical apps. That's how we started building it. So in that way, whoever the customers who are whoever are having these kind of uh, ERP products, they also get the service implementation with the knowledge assets and also an analytical application on top of that. So the thinking was that why not we extend it by providing some uh, quick out of the box uh, predictive analysis applications on top of that. So taking that into consideration, what we have done is that we took uh, a, a few of these uh, lines of businesses and then we went to the extent of uh, building quick uh, base. We took one of these, uh, I think uh, you pick up any of the line of business, pick up a particular functionality from this line of business and take that functionality and then identify what are your uh, uh, core tables and core HANA because you could go into the HANA table view and create based on these HANA table views, you could create some additional calculation views on top of that and then build uh, leverage, uh, build quick uh, models or uh, build a virtual data model on top of that and then build a predictive model on top of that and then flush out the results. So that is how we started doing it. So the data sources, it could be from an SAP ERP application. So you have to remember that the backend is still an SAP ERP application. If the on top of that, we are building this small predictive app or a predictive uh, analysis simulation. And what is it using? It is using the HANA platform for building these uh, virtual data models. And from the virtual data models on top of that, we're building a predictive model and then flushing out the results in a UI tool. So your backend, the data is coming in either from an SAP ERP database uh, uh, or it can come from any non-SAP ERP database as well, or you could even leverage flat files to push the information into this. Uh, and now 
you have the magic happening within the HANA layer. You build this virtual data models, and on top of that, you do the predictive models, and then the end results are flushed out in the form of uh, these available UI tools at that point of time. So we had different ways of uh, building these visual, visually acceptable results. So we used, uh, like I mentioned, SAP score predictive analysis tool. In some scenarios, we use that tool itself where you could do these quick models and create it as templates and release it. And second, we also leveraged a tool from SAP's uh, Lumira. Uh, now that name is uh, no longer available, just like SAP predictive analysis. So uh, the SAP predictive analysis tool and Lumira, everything later on merged into the SAP analytics cloud, which is where you have all the smart services, whether it is the smart assist or smart predict or other things, which we will talk in further sessions, but the overall idea is that the journey, this is how the journey started, like using the different UI tools at that point of time, the SAP's Lumira, SAP's predictive analysis tools, we used to flush out the results. In some scenarios, we also leverage the SAP Business Objects Explorer or the uh, tools uh, and also flush out the results in that fashion. You could build uh, custom uh, reports using the Business Objects Explorer, or you could also leverage, at that time, SAP UI 5 was just coming up with the Fiori user interface. Occasionally, we also leverage that UI 5, which was later on, it was wrapped with SAP Fiori. So bottom line is that what we have done, uh, you lever we leveraged, even before S4HANA days, we leveraged the old ERP, or sometimes in some scenarios you have non-ERP. And then we use the, the middle layer is the most interesting layer. The middle layer, so the, on, the, on the bottom most part, you have your data sources or the data or your core ERP products, whether it is SAP ERP or non-SAP ERP or flat files. But in the middle layer is where all the magic was happening, which is where we have leveraged SAP HANA as a platform where you could build virtual data models, taking these um, core database tables, um, building the calculation views, and then on top of that, building additional predictive models because you have access to the predictive algorithms and the predictive tools, and then flushing out the details with, on the front end, the visual different visualization tools like SAP predictive analytics or the Lumira, SAP Lumira, or SAP Business Objects Explorer with UI-Fi, so on and so forth. So that's how we have been doing it pre-S4 HANA days. And those were the days what happened is that they started with a few lines of businesses like around the manufacturing line of business, which is more on the uh, to some extent, the production planning and uh, more more on the manufacturing line of business. And then to some extent, we have also built some functionality around sales and marketing and then around the finance line of business and also portfolio and pro project management, the PPM line of business. So about four lines of businesses, we have built some of these functionality and then we focused on building some use cases or functionality around five industries like retail, telco, 
banking, insurance, and consumer products. So all in all, there were about, I would say, uh, a total of nine to 10 different lines of business and industries where we took some particular predefined functionality, pick up that functionality and how you could do predictions or simulations on top of that. So that was the whole motive. And each of these, we had again, three to four use cases. I think it came up to around 30 use cases or so. So that's how this was released from 2012 all the way until 2015, until the inception of S4 HANA. So later on, what happened is that uh, you will have to go to a different level of how you could release it to the customers or to the partners. One way of releasing it to the customers and partners was that you could leverage all this and put it, um, this could be leveraged as a package solution, like I mentioned. You had the core ERP product and on top of that you have these service assets and knowledge assets how to implement and how to use the knowledge and then we built this apps more like a predictive app which is more like there are out of the box templates and customers could leverage it that is one way of doing it where all this using the service the knowledge assets and the implementations the service consulting teams or the we have also worked with many partners at that time who used to help the customers in implementing these assets based on the templates or examples we had. And this was a very detailed uh, installations at that time, uh, uh, service implementations at that time. Now, in some aspects, what we also have done at that point of time is, we also took it to the next level of de designing an open SAP course and getting the customers and partners on board so that they could also understand how to leverage this tool. So this was uh, a pilot program even before the open SAP platform was coming into play along back in 2013-2014 timeframe. And we have tested the open SAP platform and that was a big, big success. Uh, the customers and partners were able to get into the program, uh, go through the course and then try it out in uh, virtually on the landscape that was available. So here, what we have leveraged, the landscape that we leveraged here is that we leveraged the HANA Enterprise Cloud, the HEC functionality, where these we created a cloud appliance library or a CAL image, which has these different templates or different data sets uh, and made it available at this cloud appliance library, which was hosted on AWS and later on Azure as well. So the, the way it used to be running uh, after an open SAP course or whenever we, we had been in a couple of decades and a couple of SFIs at that point of time, we, we built this and made it as a cloud appliance library, a CAL image, which could, this image was hosted on uh, initially on AWS and later on on Azure. And later on, we tried to, we, I believe we also ran it on the SAP Cloud Platform in later days. Uh, but I think predominantly we focused on running this image on AWS and the Azure. So the way the customers and partners used to test it, they could get onto this, uh, you could spin, spin in, you could create your instance on AWS and take 
this particular image and when you have this image you could leverage and you can test it out how you have uh, done these different how you could leverage all these different data sets uh, because the, we have pre-built data sets available here you could take this pre-built data sets and then you could build uh, you could see uh, whatever we are given in the documentation aspect of the package you could leverage if you run through these steps you could see the results because you also have the visualization tools that I have explained. So this is uh, completely, I think, explained in some of the blogs. I will link it up in my current blog series, how we have done it in the past. So I want to kind of, before run the story into S4 world, I want to give the story about how we have done it in the past and how this is all coming up. And from there, uh, the the plan was that we continued it in this approach and then uh, of course, uh, as you know, the capabilities across SAP are evolving at that particular time. So if you see, if you envision, you started with SAP ECC and SAP HANA live scenarios at that point of time, take this and then expand it further, build your different apps or predictions or uh, kind of things, and then you we embedded later on the journey, the way it kind of uh, transitioned is that with the inception of S4, then you have the transition happened from here into embedded S4 HANA solutions. So initially before SAP S4 HANA inception, whatever I explained until now, we've built these predictions or models on top of these ERP applications. And later on, and <clears throat> after the inception of S4, we kind of transitioned it into building embedded S4 products. So that was a big transition. And this is where we have, we will talk in, in the next few sessions, how we have embedded uh, intelligence into the S4 HANA scenarios. Then later on, we ex extended or we, we have extended into the next approach of how you could leverage SAP Cloud Platform and build services on Cloud SAP Platform. That is, again, um, another how we have been journeying into the machine learning world when leveraging the services uh, of the machine learning services and predictive analytics services in the SAP world. Then after that, we started leveraging the SAP Analytics Cloud as a product. As I've explained earlier, all these predictive analysis tools and other um, Lumira kind of tools and visualizations, everything has been merged into SAP Analytics Cloud. So some, some of these algorithms are already available as part of SAP Analytics Cloud. So even before the inception of S4, like I mentioned, we use this PAL library and then later on the APL library in the same way with a SAP Analytics Cloud extensions, we have uh, transitioned and we have uh, journeyed into leveraging this um, additional SAP Cloud Analytics Cloud extensions. And from there, we moved um, in building additional the term Leonardo is no longer available, but it is now transitioned into AI Foundations uh, platform. So we have, 
leverage the AI foundation services or AI foundation platform and build AI foundation services. And then later on leveraging additional IoT services which are being built. And of course, uh, the services around RPA, the robotic process automation and conversational AI. So all these are extensions or enhancements to the already available machine learning services and products that we have already built or being built. So this is this is where the when I when I talk about how the capabilities are evolving across the SAP product suite pre S4 and into S4, you have to remember that there are I would say four or five different stages. I would say five different stages. The first stage was pre S4 HANA days where you leveraged the core ERP world and built applications or predictive apps on top of that, which could be leveraged, which uh, the customers leveraged it as templates and built it out. The second stage or the second phase was is when there have been intelligence has been embedded into S4 after the inception of S4. Uh, SAP S4 HANA, which happened after 2015. So that is the second stage when you embedded intelligence into the business processes. We'll talk about it later in detail. The third stage is when we leverage SAP cloud platform so that you can build machine learning services. And then the fourth stage is when you could leverage SAP Analytics Cloud as a tool, uh, some of the predictive services there and build additional extensions. And the fifth stage is that you've uh, leveraged the AI foundation framework with where you could build a lot of AI business services. And now further expanding this into the next few stages would be like leveraging uh, the data intelligence platform, which is where we have uh, more of uh, the data lake and other the you could with the with the help of uh, uh, data intelligence what you could do is that you could leverage information or data coming from non sap sources humongous amount of data so any from any of these hyperscalers so that is where i would say we are at that stage 6 where we could now leverage data intelligence as well um, I would add the RPA part, IoT, and conversational AI, all these happening as part of uh, the cloud extensions. So I would term these, this is how the capabilities of how machine learning can and is being evolved within the SAP S4 HANA suite of products. So with this, I would, I hope, you folks uh, have got an idea about how things are being built with the SAP suite of products in the S4 HANA world. Uh, and we will now in the next few sessions, the focus will be more on how we can build more meat into each of these. We'll go into each of these different stages that I've explained and then further dive into some of these uh, in, the, in each of these stages, I'll talk about the different approaches. Each stage, I would say, it is a different approach of how you could build additional predictive services or machine learning services. So with that, I would really want to thank your time for spending some time in 
listening to this um, podcast on how uh, I have been trying to explain SAP's journey in building machine learning and predictive analytics series of services uh, from pre-S4 HANA days into S4 HANA days. Uh, so this is, like I said, this is the podcast session two. The podcast session one, it was a broad introduction across everything, how AI is coming into play and enterprise AI and how SAP is getting on board. And now in this podcast too, I talked about hist historical background, first from my personal standpoint, and then from the SAP standpoint, how the machine learning and predictive analytics related historical transformation or journey is happening. Thank you all for your time, wherever you are listening in from across the globe. Uh, I would also provide the links in my blog in my blog series as well as on my LinkedIn profile. So if you have any questions or anything, um, I can address them in my upcoming podcast series. So feel free to drop a feedback or provide any thoughts on that. You could also send me an email. Uh, because everything is available on my blog series. You could even find my email ID and so on and so forth. Thanks all and hope you are all staying good, um, staying safe and taking care. I know we are almost at the end of the year, end of a very eventful year, a very stressful year. I hope all the best to you all. And with a very, let's come back uh, with a very good and a very happy new year 2021. All the best for you all. Have a nice and a wonderful safe holidays and a happy, happy new year. Um, good night and good luck wherever you're dialing from or listening in from. Thank you.